Sakuna Show. Okay, this is Moe Allison, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with Andros Jones. Welcome to Radio 8-Ball. Give us a shake. We are here in your ear. Tempting fate. Wherever you are, questions put to song randomly with the help of our friends, synchronicity. so much scarier to do this in front of people. I've just had this idea. We're not even here. Yeah. <laughs> if there's one rule to this game that everybody's gonna name, it's be cool. If you're worried or uncertain, if you're feeling self-hurting, you're a fool if you can't keep cool. Charm them, don't alarm them, keep things light. Keep your worries out of sight and play it cool, play it cool. 50 50 fire and ice. Welcome. To Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, and every Radio 8 Ball show features a musical guest performing their songs as the oracle fodder for our musical divinations. And sometimes that guest is not actually in the house, and when that happens, it means we're doing a Radio 8 Ball tribute show. And that's the case today. And the artist, the songwriter, the cultural icon that we are going to be celebrating is the great Joni Mitchell. And I'm very excited about that, especially because the last time we tributed an artist, it was on a sad occasion, on the passing of Tom Petty. But in this case, we get to celebrate someone who's very much here. I, I don't get excited she's not actually here in the room but in one of songwriter songs are being performed in a way they are in the room and we are going to try and stir up her spirit and i uh we we do have a nice list of songs but before we get to them i wanted to invite someone into the room who uh kind of helped initiate this whole thing happening in the first place welcome back to radio 8 ball caitlin wolfberg thank you for having me now, there's a wonderful synchronicity in that the Wild Honey episode in which the, the actual podcast where you asked your question to the Pop Oracle, it actually came out today. And that was really not planned that that would come out the day that the Joni Mitchell episode came out, but that's the way synchronicity works. 
equinoxes and synchronicity and all the things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and on that episode, I asked everyone who was performing, I asked if you could choose, magically choose who Wild Honey was going to tribute. And you said, well, well, of course. Obviously, Joni Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> right. And... That started other conversations, it started other conversations, and I had this sense of, well, you know, everyone's like, why aren't we, why aren't we, and then I'm like, well, when I ask why, why aren't we doing a radio, uh, I mean, a tribute to Joni Mitchell, I was like, I actually have a venue to do a tribute to Joni Mitchell, and I love doing tribute shows, and unlike Tom Petty, who I was a massive, well-educated fan of, I wouldn't say that I'm a fan of Joni Mitchell and that I know a lot about her and her life and her as a person, but definitely there are songs of hers and like the one that I started this off that are have had a tremendous impact on my life. And I'll, I'll get into that when we get to my question. But I, I wanted to make sure that you were here because I'm going to try and always have someone in the room with us who is more educated in Joni Mitchell than me. I'm creating the space for this and I'm kind of here as the the interested but not fully as the fool <laughs> and uh, and you can and, and but a willing fool and looking forward to to really going on a deep dive into Joni Mitchell uh, already like there's some stuff that I've been hearing going on and little rehearsals going on yeah. and then people are like oh they're doing that and I'm like oh, oh okay I can't wait to find out <laughs> so we do have eight songs and they're going to be performed by some amazing people who are all getting together and collaborating and I'm going to announce who they all are in a second but by the time they get here they might the the collaborations might have happened and there might be different groups of people so would you mind playing some music while I read the list of eight songs I'll play with I'll play here with my my friend Emily Elkin on cello oh yes thank yeah. you uh, she just magically you know as soon as you said that she just magically appeared that was so crazy <laughs> Song number one, A Case of You, from the album Blue, performed by Sid Straw. Song number two, Ladies of the Canyon, from the album Ladies of the Canyon, performed by Calico. Song number three, People's Parties, from the album Court and Spark, performed by KP and Johnny Hawthorne. Song number four, both Sides Now from the album Clouds, performed by Bart Davenport. Song number five, Woodstock from Ladies of the Canyon, performed by Carla Olson. Song number six, Cold Blue Steel from For the Roses by Tara Austin and David Goodstein. Song number seven, For Free from Ladies of the Canyon, by Caitlin Wolfberg with Fuzby Morse and Emily Elkin. And song number eight, The Wolf That Lives in Lindsay, from the Mingus album, performed by Gabriel Gordon. And those will be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations. Oh, boy, that sounded good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Wow, that's beautiful. That's the kind of stuff you're going to be hearing, the kind of musicianship that's going to be presenting these Joni Mitchell songs to you. And like I was saying, uh, I I can't... I only don't classify myself as a Joni Mitchell fan out of respect to fanship. I hate when 
someone says that they're a fan of something that I know really well, and then clearly they just have had some powerful experiences with maybe one or two records, and you're like, you're not a fan. You've only seen them once? Uh-uh. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I've only seen Joni once, but it was... She totally blew my mind, and I did not expect... Like, I saw Joni Mitchell opening for... Van Morrison and Bob Dylan. Wow. And I went to see, and it was at this outdoor concert at the Gorge in uh, Washington, which is right on the Columbia River Gorge. Amazing venue. And I went there to see, in that order, Van Morrison, Bob Dylan, <laughs> and Joni Mitchell. And she was the only, like her performance was the only one that felt like a performance by a real, by someone who's actually still cares. It was just her and Larry Klein and Greg Lees on pedal steel. And I remember who the drummer was and just four of them. And it was a gray day and the wind, like, you know, you know, if you're a musician, you've played outside with a band, you know this, that sometimes the weather works with you. And when it does, it's like a blessing yes. for everyone who's there. And that totally happened. And it just caught me by surprise. And in another way, I won't forget the other shows, but only because they paled so, like, they were, they seemed so embarrassing compared to what, was, what had just happened. What year uh, was that? Yeah. Probably, it was probably the last tour. was like 2001, 2002. Wow. Yeah. Right. And, and the other thing, that, like the other really powerful experience that I've had with, really with one of her songs, is that song that I sang a little piece of at the beginning, Be Cool. I was DJing. I was doing Radio 8 Ball at, at KAOS in Olympia, community station. And whenever, cool, whenever new CDs would come in, I'd just burn everything I could. Anything that looked halfway interesting again not really thinking oh the new this travelogue Joni Mitchell I'm so excited <laughs> but that song be cool on T- travelogue just a great record. became uh, like that song in the early days of Radio 8 Ball before we had the Radio 8 Ball app that was filled with every song ever recorded in the history of the show we just would make I would have the online oracle which was a website where we had a musical tarot deck 78 songs all chosen to represent some card from the tarot mm. and usually there were independent musicians of people I knew but for the major arcana I would allow myself to pick people from the major arcana and try and do something that was a little bit obscure and Be Cool from Travelogue was always the empress in every <laughs> musical tarot in every musical tarot I ever made she was the, the empress the queen the watery spirit and particularly that song and particularly for me because I am not cool. I mean, <laughs> maybe in a certain light sometimes, in a certain context, if you don't know what's, like, I might appear cool, but inside, it is never. <laughs> it is a raging fire, and I am constantly doing things that, like agonizing over embarrassing and ho- things that I've done, or like... Don't bre- we all? <laughs> basically breaking every rule in that song. So, I wanted to go through it. So, it's like, uh, if there's one rule to this game that everybody's gonna name, it's be cool. Yeah. I agree. I love it when people are cool. I love, you know, when people, not like yeah. cool, like not in, but like genuinely cool. I love that. Like not making a when fuss. She sa- when she <laughs> says this game, you think life, right? Yeah. There's and one see, rule to what, this game. It's funny because I think like gigs Oh. and like being in a band or like being like on the road with somebody is like the one rule is be cool. Just like chill and don't bring your, your, 
your own agony into it and and shove it in everybody else's face. That's like what I always thought of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, because your life is gigs. But other people, that's that's like working as a behind (laughs) a bar or whatever. Right. Yeah. Just be cool. (laughs) There's one rule to the game. Everybody's going to name is be cool. If you're worried or uncertain, yes, all the time. (laughs) If you're feeling self-hurting, yeah, you're a fool if you can't keep cool. And I, yeah. I am. I am the fool. I mean, that's my that's my role in this show. Is like I'm the guy who comes into a situation that he doesn't know what's going on and starts talking. Right. That is the fool. You know, it's not the wise. That's also pretty cool. <laughs> I, I love it. I mean, it's my gig. But a, truly, yeah. if she's the empress, I'm the fool. <laughs> and uh, charm them. Don't alarm them. Never been that my way. I'm. I'm. Generally, pretty. I'm, most people who know me know that I can rev up pretty fast, and it can be alarming. <laughs> uh, keep things light. If you notice, if people who listen to the show know that the questions I ask to start the show are rarely light, mm. and then play a cool, play a cool. And this is the part that is the medicine for me: fifty-fifty fire and ice. Mm. Just like I don't have to kill the fire. Fifty fires inside. Yeah. Ice outside. <laughs> fire keep and it. ice. Yeah. And it's this. Like, and it's become. I like. I can tell you, this song has been medicine for me. And that's where I'm going to get to my question. And something I'm, re- I'm really interested in, the whole thing about music, because music can be tremendous medicine. Mm-hmm. And that song, like, I, I've been thinking about it. Like, I don't, I need it. I mean, to this, to, and to the extent that sometimes I can be cool, that song has made me cooler in the ways that it's trying to tell you to be cool, which is, like, exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. This, is a, this is not the time or the place. This is... <laughs> you know, keep it together. Keep That's it what I'm cool. always telling myself. Keep it together, keep Caitlin. It cool. Keep it together. <laughs> so, so my question for the Pop Oracle is: If that song hadn't been there to teach me that lesson, mm. would I have found another song, or some? Would I have found something else to teach me that lesson, or is it really that that like? And this could be for that song in particular, but in general, it's like one of those questions, like if the Beatles hadn't come along, would someone else have been the Beatles? And so if, if that song hadn't healed me in that way, would some other song have done it? Or is it really that that particularly that song needed to exist in order for in, in order for me not to have, you know, run my car off a bridge at some point or like it's like, wow, you know, so that's drastic. But, yeah. you know, it's something you like, know, or, I feel like songs come into my life at a specific time for a reason. Right. You know, it's well, like this is what the pop oracle yeah. is going to answer this. Now. Oh, OK. Yeah. I mean, I know you you're <laughs> you're ready to shake to enrage. <laughs> oh, I love that. That was so funny. <laughs> um, that's a call back to Caitlin's episode. You can check it out if you're listening. Yeah. It's already out there. So, OK. And now to engage the pop oracle, I'm going to spin. The Wheel of Eight. Na, 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 we love eight. Song number eight. The Wolf That Lives in Lindsay.
Blizzards come and go. 
Let's applaud. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> the wolf right? that lives in Lindsay. The answer to my question, if the song Be Cool didn't exist, would I have learned the lesson that I needed to learn from another song? Or did that song need to be here? To, to I think it might even me? be the same tuning. Is it pos- possible to learn? I, it might even be the same tune. I'd have to. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, so that was Gabriel Gordon and David Goodstein. Thank you. Performing. David playing on pots and, and uh, he's literally playing. A salad bowl. It's a wooden bowl. A, a wooden bowl. And a box of Kleenex. And a box of Kleenex. That's amazing. And uh, let's not, I mean, let's not have that overshadow that amazing guitar. So stay, you guys, stay, oh. stay. We're, we're, we're still, we're doing a show here. Wait. This, is, oh, wait. <laughs> this is where we did some print shit. I know, <laughs> I know you're really excited about playing the song, but like, give me, focus here on my question. I put my heart out there. I got you. So, 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 so well, let's get into the interpretation here. So first of all, that's why I had Caitlin here to help out, to hold some continuity. Um, so, Caitlin, um, <clears throat> hold, hold on a second. Actually, I'm going to ask that you... But now we now we're gonna yeah. focus in. Let's go. So uh, so that was the answer to my question about whether or not that song needed to exist to teach me that lesson. And before we get into interpreting it, what I want to know from you, Gabriel, is what is it about that? What drew you to pick that particular song? And maybe tell us about why that song is like is is special to you. Well, I'm, and what I, we should know about it. I used to work at Electric Lady um, in New York, um, and it was recorded there. Um, and that freaked me out. There was, like, some old mixtapes. Like, one day there was a flood and all these tapes were going to, like, drown or whatever. And drowned. <laughs> the tapes are <laughs> drowning. Um, these tapes were going to get ruined. And uh, a friend of mine, we saved a bunch of tapes. And that was one of them. I don't know, like a rough mix. But just seeing that, you know, that made me investigate further. And I was always a massive Joni Mitchell fan. Still am. And, um, yeah, just it's such a weird tuning. And it's about... I mean, actually, there's a, there is definitely a link between that and be cool with the how, how do you care and not care, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, I mean, he gets away with murder. Yeah, and then I, I guess her story with the wolves. She got a recording of wolves right when she needed it, right before, and then Charles Mingus was dying. And really, that's yeah, what it's it, kind that, of a mystical. It, it was tune. inspired by wool, by actual the sounds of wolves. Well, I, I don't, I don't know about that, but I, I do know that she did want to put the sound of wolves in. Mm-hmm. The recording, and maybe that was around when she was writing it. But um, 
And yeah, it's just a, it's but it's the time deep... crunch with Mingus and all that. And maybe just yeah. give and maybe just for people who are like, I'm that's actually one of the records that I am kind of familiar with. Can you give a little bit of like just like the thumbnail of that record for people <laughs> so who Charles you... Mingus um, apparently heard Paprika Plains from Don Juan's Reckless Daughter and heard uh, some differences in the in the piano tuning with the symphony and somehow got in touch with Joni and they mentioned that and she said, yeah, I know, I was trying to redo the thing and um, uh, uh, never got a chance to do it. But but he asked her to work on his last project with her. He was dying and he was like 56, 55, 56 mm -hmm. and um, they started working on it and that became the, the Mingus record. Right. Six, uh, six songs uh, of his and I think, uh, yeah, I guess she completed it Right, yeah, with uh, Herbie Hancock, Wayne Shorter, Jocko Peter Erskine, Peter Skin, Jocko. Yeah, yeah it was it's a, one of my incredible. favorite records of all time. Incredible, yeah, incredible stuff. So, well, Caitlin, you've been along for the whole ride. We just mm. brought these guys in to play the song. You just, that, by the way, that's a I, that's. A, I hope everyone does that good a job of talking about their record. That's fantastic. So, but what what do you? I mean, do you have a do you have a relationship with this song? Yes, uh, I I remember this song. I you know I I've fallen in love and uh, with a lot of different Joni songs. And uh, w what I was getting out of it is like the the song for you is Lindsay or <laughs> <laughs> it, it is that, and it's like uh, it's there's a hidden. Uh, I, how do I say this? Um, the song is is both there for you but it, it, it's also bad for you <laughs> it, it's yeah. like a hidden it's got its hidden wolf inside of well, it well the ways like of darkness yeah, yeah she mentions it twice well i mean yeah. i i mean i think about because the preface for this was that <clears throat> i'm not cool that inside i'm on fire all the maybe time maybe this I, song tortures you, know. you well i know i think what it is is that i'm like the inside is the wolf like i'm like the, there's a wolf that lives in andras right right and that and there, there's all the stuff about rivers, and that's the other thing I wanted to say because because she was the Empress card in the in the original Radio Eight Ball musical Tarot, and today is international. Johnny Mitchell was yeah. In the so I was of saying she was before we had an app. Our app began as an online oracle, See? and in the online oracle we'd have a musical tarot of 78 songs that each corresponded with one card from the tarot, and the Empress card was always "Be Cool" from Travelogue. Oh, the, the, the travelogue version. version. Yeah, the travelogue, oh, yeah. the orchestral yeah. version. And wow. to me, that's just like the the medicine of that song is so is so what I need. And so for me, that oh, and then what I was saying is that today is International World Wa is World Water Day. I thought it was World Be Cool Day. Down Syndrome Day. <laughs> Water, Down Syndrome, and Be Cool. Okay, we can share. We can share. But I think that there's like something it. about this water running through. Like there is a like. I actually didn't know it until I said it to you, but I think that's what it is, is there is a wolf that lives inside of me. Right. And there is, and she even says it. She, she actually says no. In the, you, maybe you'll beat the laws of man, but the inner laws of spirit and the outer laws of nature, no man, man can. can, no, no man can. There it's it like, is. That right song there. would, like. <laughs> it's the Church of Joni. Yeah, well, it's also like whether, whether and what she's saying is whether or not I'm here to the say Gospel this to you. This would be said. Mm -hmm. This would speak its way through somebody, and I'm here telling it to you. But no person can. But be But the line before the thing. that was, "If if you're smart or rich or lucky, 
maybe you'll beat the laws of man. You know. Oh yeah. So mm. so it's basically yeah. It's basically like be cool because you yeah. know otherwise you're gonna pay the price or whatever. But you know. But I, I will say it's that a Zen today anthem. this song did. Pondering the whole be coolness, I had a flat tire with a rental car, and I was standing really? in the rain, and I was holding a mm. an, dream flat tire. I was holding an umbrella over, and the guy cutting, you know, doing my thing, and the serious? rain was pouring down on me. Today, and the, yeah, and the rental car company was just giving me grief. They were like, they were telling me that they were going to charge me for negligence, even though I'd paid for the insurance, and I was just sitting there, and it's like. Keep it cool, keep it cool. <laughs> 50, 50, fire and ice. <laughs> just like, okay, I may not be cool, but I'm going to do a really good impression right now because yeah. I cannot afford to lose my shit on Joni Day. Mm. You know? International Joni Day. That <laughs> Which, was the other day. Oh, and that's the other thing. You know, I have to presence this and then we'll move on. But, oh, well, there are two things. First of all, that the, the context in which uh, Caitlin brought up that she wanted uh, that we were talking about Joni was in the context of your question, which is was about bringing down the patriarchy, uh, which. And will it be fun or will it be painless? Yeah, right. Will the patriarchy fall and will it be painless? Right. Um, well, isn't it happening already? <laughs> right. It is. No, I think I feel like it's that happening. is there in that song. But I also think it's I can't help but keep thinking of this. And I don't know if I'm sure other people have thought of this before. But Joni is Yoni. Yoni. And uh, Yoni? You well yeah. Oh, like the the goddess of uh Well that's the that's the uh that's the tantric or the Hindu term for Hindu, Hindu right the vagina for the for the, the holy Yonic. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yonic. So she yeah. like she is the like again, it's the Empress. She is the pure manifestation for at least in the terms of what we're the magical ritual we're doing in this, she is coming in as the the pure physical manifestation of that watery goddess, th- you know, yin, pure yin. David didn't tell me that this is, uh, this is like some total new age. Not, is this a this, new age show? No, this is, no, this I'm is just kidding. post. No, I'm this totally post- with you there. Yeah. Joni is, we're is, already is dead. an oracle. We're not. <laughs> Joni is an oracle. Yeah. Joni, Joni is, y- it's all about Joni. Yoni Yahweh. Yeah. I mean, we don't want to go too far with these yeah. things, right? We'll, we'll <laughs> stick with the music. This is what, this is what we do. We go too far. We go too far. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Show. It's a good show. <laughs>